Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Real Talk podcast. I'm here with the lovely gentlemen, Cam, Tyler and George. A um, few things to say before we get going. We obviously released a Patreon last weekend, which has just, we've all been surprised by how many. We've got over 30 of you in there right now. The Discord is active. We're speaking to you guys on a daily basis. Um, again, we we don't want to ask for money off any of you. This is just if you want to support us and get some extra benefits, which you can feel free to check out on the Patreon site themselves. But even if you don't sign up, we appreciate all the support we're getting, the, the, the subs, the likes, the Spotify ratings. We actually recently, I don't know if you three saw, we recently hit 802 or something like that on Spotify now. He's still at an average five rating as well, which I think is quite rare, I'll be Mental. honest, from what I've seen mm-hmm. with that many. Uh, that's, that's really good. It's very cool. Really good. Um, in terms of everything else, uh, obviously with Real Talk Collection, we will be announcing soon. We're just getting kind of the last few details sorted. I know everyone, I've got, I don't know about you three, I've got a few DMs about that as well, asking, you know, what's in it? When are we seeing it? Blah, blah, blah. We're just getting the last few details ironed out and then we'll we'll, we'll drop that ASAP. But before we get into the, basically the main, the main episode today, how is everyone? Cameron, how are you doing this week? Good. Um, good week. Better week. Um... Watched a couple movies here and there. Uh, really, right now, my uh, most of my mental health is is running on on Purdue basketball. Um, tough loss last night. Uh, I went to like a all an all IU bar, um, and I was kind of hoping to feel better about myself afterwards, but um, did not. Tough loss. So you know, a little bummed about that, but it's. All I just right. want to touch on that for a second because I was texting you because you were at basically you were at the your big rivals bar rooting yeah. for your team yeah so if you, if you don't know anything about indiana university they have a massive bar called kilroy's that's kind of like their main bar from what i you know i don't know a ton about them, but kilroy's is a big bar there there's one downtown it's a it's an iu bar um, and i was i was in the heart of the devil yeah, so you're right in hostile there. territory. I'm like, are you the type of person that like yells in excitement when your team does something good? And then you respond, you're like, I'm the type of person to yell directly at someone's face. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. this is gonna go I'll, well. I'll and tell them fuck you. Like, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll I'll get in. But I also I also you know that's only if they're kind of like coming after me. But then like uh, I I made a couple friends with some IU guys. They were they were kind of funny. One guy was like. I was I was walking trying to find the bathroom, um, and he was like, and this was when Purdue was down a bunch, so he was like, yeah, go home or something. I was like, I'm actually looking for the bathroom, and he was like, oh, it's it's actually that way, and I was like, hey, thanks, man, that's very kind of you. I was going the wrong way. He's like, yeah, no problem. So it, it, it's fun, friendly banter. It's all right. Um, I think we'll beat them when they come to Purdue. We'll split it one one. It's all right. But yeah, that's where my mental health is. Uh, it just uh, you know. I, it's it's a game I thought we would lose anyway, so I don't need to touch on it too much. But go Boilers! We'll be back. I, I find the concept of like college sports so weird. Like it's just I don't I don't get why it's so heavily followed. Like college sports, it's definitely only it's an just, American it's, thing. It's I think I don't than, think yeah, any I don't think any other country because like every other country doesn't really have college. Like they they we, more just go do, straight to no college. No we right do, but, like, right but like people and that are like nineteen. People in Europe that are like 19 that are good enough for like college sports here would go pro in like a European league, like Luka Doncic or like, so yeah, I feel it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all a game and all a system that's all designed for money. It's like, is it, they're just kids. Is, yeah, count, just is kids. it counted as professional or semi-professional? 
No, no it's, it's college. No. Yeah, that's why it's all for money because there's like players that could be pro, but like college forces them to go to college for a few years, so then college can make money off of them. You have to play pro. three. You have to play three years of college football in order to go to the NFL, and you have to play really, or, or you, you have, have to, to be there for three years, or you have to play one year in basketball. Yeah. Dude. They're actually going away with that. I'm pretty sure they're going. I thought back you didn't to... have to play in basketball. Before you didn't have to go to college. You can play one year in college or one year like overseas. So no, that might be can, either. Yeah, you can kind of pick. Um, but before going to the NBA, um, but the NBA sucks and college basketball is great. Best sport, best sport ever. So fair enough. George, was it Victoria's birth? It was yesterday, wasn't it? Victoria's birthday. Did you do yes. anything nice? Yes, it was yesterday. Um, so happy birthday, Victoria! Shout her out on the pod. So cold in New York. I know last week I complained on the podcast that we hadn't seen the sun. We see the sun now, but the wind chills yesterday dropped to like negative three. Um, so we really didn't do much. We uh, we just went out. We explored the neighborhood a little bit. Got a couple of uh, frame prints for our apartment that we need to hang up. And then we just went to dinner. And then we met up, uh, met up with my sister out at a bar. And that was it. Really calm day just because it's fucking freezing around here um i'm really it's horrible around here it is so cold oh my goodness what are your degrees when you're waking up in the morning what how how cold is it when you wake up first thing oh i don't know this morning i think it was like 17 18 i don't know not 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 in yeah i don't know what that is either negative something celsius i'm gonna say negative like three or four maybe which is around what it is here as well it's hot freezing which is just miserable um but other than that week was pretty uh week was pretty tame negative um, 10 negative 8.3 no way is it negative 8.33 i rounded uh, it's not oh, fahrenheit it's not. though or wait were you did you already no, translate so that's, it that's the, oh, okay. I, that's yes the, i changed it yes that's crazy shout out google <laughs> big, big shout out google <laughs> that's uh, crazy knocked a couple of films off my watch list uh which is pretty cool went to the uh knock at the cabin screening uh pete davidson and m night were there that was cool we can touch on that a little more when we do the emma, emma's very jealous you got to be in a room with pete davidson so <laughs> congrats he <clears throat> was it was so funny because like he's never been the moderator of like a q a and he made that very clear the first thing he said when he sat down was i've never done any of this so my fault if i yeah. fuck up uh, but it was hilarious because it was funny watching like someone who's not like trying to be overly sophisticated ask like mm. this you know well-known film director like a bunch of questions um like he was asking some funny shit which was hilarious and it was cool seeing like a more casual interview take place but it was really cool it was it actually worked out pretty well uh, i thought pete did a good job as the moderator uh, and it was just obviously always cool to hear a filmmaker speak regardless of who it is and what i think of them um but yeah that was my week pretty tame fair enough tyler how was your week yeah it's been good so i can't relate to the cold weather live in the desert it's 75 degrees fahrenheit here every day so you bastard you yeah, like, and like I, it's been so so i grew up in minnesota which is like one of the colder states in in america so i'm like used to used to it and not, it's been so long because i lived in texas for three years and i've been in arizona for a year that i just haven't seen snow in so long that like my friends texted me a picture they were at like dog sled races in minneapolis just in the streets just like dog sleds and i was like are you guys like up north, like near the border of Canada? And they're like, no, it's just like what normal Minnesota looks like. I was like, yeah, I guess I just forget. But yeah, it's like 75 here, so it's, it's fine. What the hell is a dog sled? You've, you've had to see them in like movies, you know, on. like, uh, 
I don't know what it's, what's they have like they have like ten dollars. There's a movie about it with uh. All right, give me a second. With uh, oh, Cuba Gooding, is it Cuba Gooding Jr. in it? Oh, well, wait, is it? Is it are, they, are they actually being pulled by dogs? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs, two thousand two. Y'all don't remember that? Who's yeah, it? No, I, I know what they it's are. Cuba I didn't know that was like the thing people still did. Yeah, I mean, people kind of do it more as a novelty now. Like races are for sure a novelty, but I'm sure people still like you know in like Alaska or something. Just if they got a bunch of dogs, just go into town on a little dog sled. But yeah, weather's nice here. I'm so I'm long overdue to set up my office. Like I have everything I need to at this point, but I've just like been so busy with school and other stuff that I think today might finally be the day. But you know, t- Sundays are like my real talk day. Where like we film, then I edit everything, and then get all it ready. So if once I get all that done, finally gonna make this place homey and finish up the office. But yeah, pr- been a pretty standard week other than that. Cool, cool, interesting. So. Before we get into the reviews, we'll go over you know what we've been watching throughout the week. Cam, I'll start with you. I know you said you watched a couple things. Yeah. Any notable uh, mentions? Uh, in Cindy's, we're gonna have a have it's, a. It's uh, actually. Is it like on Sunday? Ignore it. Oh, it's right. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. On Sunday. Right, yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, yeah. Uncultured swine. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bigot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't blame uh, it. I don't think they ever say it out loud. Yeah. It's like a different language. No, they, they, they um, yeah. I was gonna call it in Sundays as well. On Cindy, we watched that. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, part of the Patreon will be releasing a, a review each week, picked by picked by uh, uh, the people, um, and so that is the review for the week. So we'll get into that. You'll see that on Thursday, most likely, or someday. I don't know. Um, but uh, Thief was the big one. I watched Thief. Um, I gave it a ninety-three. I really loved it. Uh, the ending was like. All of a sudden, you know, they're on the beach. I'm going to spoil Thief. I'm sorry. Um, you it's know, they're it's on the 40 beach. years old at this point. Yeah, yeah no. They're on <laughs> the beach, like, <laughs> like celebrating. And obviously, that's not, it's not going to end, like, happy ending. And there's, like, 20 minutes left. Um, and then, you know, everything starts happening. Like, yeah, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a life of crime. Your partner turns on them, of course. Um, or the person that hired them turns on them, whatever. Um, and, and it felt like that happened in like 10 minutes and it just felt a little, a little fast. And also, I, I think the ending is the best thing in the film, to be honest. I love it. I mean, I liked the ending. I liked the ending a lot. I think it was just a little fast. And then outside of James Khan and Tuesday Weld, I think your name is, uh, yeah. I think all of the acting was kind of shit. Um, oh. I I disagree. There, I think that's just '80s acting. Like it's the same when that may be true, but I I didn't love it. Um, I think I've seen better '80s acting. Um, you, there was isn't this there, the only so, '80s film you've seen though. Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, sorry. That's I, I'm actually yeah, I, I'll go look. You the know, Shining. just for fun on how many. Um, <laughs> I don't want to dwell on it too much, but uh, I've seen fifty to no forty two. Sorry, reading's hard. Eighties movies, so not a ton, Average. but you know enough. Um, but now I'm curious how many I've seen. Sorry. So where was it? there's okay? So so they hired a consultant who plays the cop who was like an ex thief, right? And he plays the cop in this or something. I, I I'm not gonna look up his name. Whatever. They hired yeah. him for this movie, and he and. He acted in it. I'm like, and this is one of those like 1517 Paris, um, where they hired the real people, right? And yeah. that's great and that's good, and that's very like respectful to them, but they're not actors. 
Um, and it's, it, I kind of get like similar vibes. Like he, he was a great consultant. I'm sure he helped a lot, you know, planning out the, the theft jobs and everything, but he's not an actor. And there's one line and I completely forget it at this point, but it's really, really bad. So I'll try to find did, it by the end of the pod. Did um, you like the, uh, interrogation segment? I think that's this? what I'm talking about. That that's will, like that, really, I think that's really so bad. funny though. I think that's uh, funny though. It's, okay. it's really funny. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I loved the movie. I really, really liked it. I just think there were too many things that kept it from a, from a five out of five in my, in my opinion. So I put it at 93. That's okay. Um, I don't even know what else I watched. I watched like two Adam McKay shorts that are on Letterboxd. Um, gave them both three and a half. They were like four minutes long, each of them, but I don't know why they're on Letterboxd. Um, but there's loads of things on Letterboxd. Yeah, though. exactly. <laughs> I was like, my Adam McKay, you know, percentage was like a 50 out of, uh, uh, or 50%, sorry. Um, and so I was like, I'm just going to watch these two four minute shorts and log them on letterbox to get my Adam McKay numbers up, to be honest with you. So I just watched them for that reason. Nothing really else of note. Um, I don't need to dwell on it too much, but yeah, it's kind of Perfect. where we're at. So um, Tyler, what have you been watching this week? Yeah. So since, uh, knock at the cabin came out, been trying to tick off some M night films. Cause I've actually seen basically all his filmography, but it's been just so many years. I'd never seen Lady in the Water, though, so I ticked that one off. I actually quite enjoyed it. It's one of the ones similar to like The Happening and the, the Last Airbender to where its average ratings in, insanely low. But I've seen it years. I actually quite enjoyed it. People call it his most personal film out of all of his. And then I watched Unbreakable. Loved Unbreakable. Um, and then after that, I watched Forrest Gump. So I was back-to-back movies where people could have been the greatest NFL player of all time and just decide to give up that life. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I mean, I don't rate Forrest Gump like all that highly. Of course it is a four and a half, but it's like an 85 out of a hundred. Mm. Uh, but three and a half, man, I feel like that's, it's low. I think it's a very fine movie. I give it, it a three and a half. It to me, three and a half. I give it a three and a half. Uh, I didn't know you had a three and a half as well. Oh. I'm yeah. a three and a half as well. Yeah. So maybe Tyler, I do Seth, highly. handshake meme. I, uh, <laughs> it just, I don't, it's, it's fine. I think it's a fine film. I really don't think it's great, though, to be honest. It's one of those movies that I've, I've, I've argued this on TikTok, and a lot of people hate me when I make this argument. I think it ages terribly every yeah, time you watch it. Every time you watch it, there's just some other glaring flaw that's just shoved down my throat. Yeah, you've I've also only seen it once. Yeah. I've only seen it's it the... once, and I didn't like. I didn't love it, but I, I think that will go know. down for you on a rewatch because I used to have it before, and then I watched it like a year ago, and then it's like. I don't know, man. It's it's fine though. It's not a bad film. Like no. some people hate Forrest Gump, don't they? Because they say it's just. Blind. I thought some. I thought people held this thing insanely high, like loved it. They, they do, but then I mean, yeah, it's the thirteenth highest it's movie just, on IMDb. Yeah, just, people yeah. do. It's just pure American propaganda. A lot of people have a problem with it, and it's just very patriarchal in the way it's presented. Well, yeah, people have a problem with that, but also that like they just like take all these great achievements accomplished by all different kinds of men and women and just basically make one white dude be the guy who like accomplished everything so it's like kind of like whitewashing a lot of history it, it is my much, 353rd yeah. rated movie like, people people have the same issues with it sometimes they do with like saving private ryan in the way that things are presented and stuff like that yeah in terms of the hero and patriarch and whatever i, I don't really care about this stuff i'll be honest like if, if i film entertains me out I'm not really that bothered, but right. Yeah, I just thought I just, it, I just thought it, I just think it's too long for what it is. Um, yeah, I agree. Like once it he is. starts running across America, then it just starts to drag. And it's know? not yeah. even that long, is it? Like that's it's, like, it's like two hours ten, so like not crazy long, yeah, but like not, it's not it's yeah. longer than that, man. It yeah, feels, it's two twenty-two according yeah. to Letterboxd. It feels, it feels like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyways, watch that. And then after Cam's glowing reviews last week, I watched You People and Shotgun Wedding. Just both just completely mediocre films. Yeah, I'm not watching uh, the films. Yeah. La La Land is now on Netflix. I so gave that a rewatch, of course. Um, What's that? La La Land. You know, you've heard of it. It's like a Danny Giselle. It's like an indie. I'm telling you, right. It's like an A24 indie film. It's super uh, underground. Yeah, you should check it yeah. out. I, I think I have to watch it now to be fair. It's on the well. I say I have to watch it on the collection. It's going to be on bit on the collection. Joker meme we'll with. Get, we'll get you to watch it one day. Yeah. People are just, people message me about watching it now, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> because I just want to annoy people, and people ask me all the time to watch it, we'll and I probably will eventually. You'll watch eventually. it someday, but yeah, Joker I'm meme with cigarette. You, you just wouldn't get it. Um, <laughs> also watch House Party. Uh, it's it came out like I don't know three weeks ago. It's with like where like basically these guys are cleaners and they're like they clean like upscale houses like they're just hired out and they they're cleaning a house one day and they they're like there's a lot of Miami gear in here and Cleveland and LA stuff like this guy's just got to pick a city and then they like go in his closet and realize it's LeBron James's house and then they're like we got to throw a rager in LeBron James's house. It's like a stupid comedy. I didn't know that's what that was about. Oh that's yeah, so dumb. And and like. It's there's like a it's just it's just such a bad movie. But there's like a hologram in LeBron James's bedroom that's LeBron James himself, and it's like basically he gives himself reaffirmations every morning. It's like you handled that decision to go to Miami perfectly. It's like all this just pro LeBron James propaganda. And the dumbest thing ever is he comes back obviously like finds out they're throwing this massive party in his house. And he's like, I'm gonna call the cops on you. And then he's like, he's like, hold on, let me like play you in one on one on basketball. And if I win, like you just let me go. And then of course they play one on one, and LeBron beats him like 21-0 and like the most embarrassing way. It's like, if your if your choice is you have to beat LeBron James on one on one or you go to prison, just like drive yourself to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I thought like because in you people there's a scene where like they think Jonah Hill's gonna be terrible at basketball, but then he's sick. But like in a movie that is a LeBron James movie, there's no way LeBron James is gonna allow people to like do anything they're not he didn't even allow a single layup like every single time the dude took a shot he just like reached his hand up and took it away like you stupid it's like a it's like a draft day like none of the nfl teams allow their team to lose so when they're when they're going through if you've seen draft day at the end they go through like um like what happened to each team and all of them like get a little bit better worked out well and, yeah yeah everything works out and it's like lebron was probably like i'm not losing him one-on-one yeah. yeah he's not even scoring a point but yeah basically every lebron james movie that comes out is propaganda like space jam and house party just to make himself look look better um yeah. then watch the new netflix documentary pamela a love story very good documentary just very sad just brutal life watch two leslie and like the most contentious movie of all year very very average like fine movie like very basic plot like her performance is genuinely like very good but the movie itself is like whatever it's like she basically wins the lottery and then like this all happens in the first like 30 seconds of the movie so it just shows her like winning the lottery it's like oh yeah like on the news like my life's changed it's gonna be so amazing and then of course like you pretty much can expect where it goes from there she like blows it all becomes an alcoholic and then she's like trying to build her life back up um where did you watch it I watched it. On <laughs> I rented it on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> sure. That's a good one. 
That's yeah. funny. <laughs> and that is all for my movie watching. Just the pause in your eyes. Like, oh, shit. To be fair, I actually can rent it on Prime. I might watch it today. No, no, I'm sure, I'm it. sure I'm it's an saying. option, but... <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, yeah. Whoever's next, whether there's George, I don't know. Uh, George. Extra shit for, uh, for purchasing Puss in Boots on YouTube for twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> you purchased it? Hell yeah, I wanted that movie, bro. That shit was. Is banned. YouTube where you normally? Bro, I mean, that... yeah, that's awesome. What? But wow, go to the theater the at that point. You would have loved it. I know. I listen. It's been out for a while. George, is YouTube shit. where you keep your digital? Like, is that your digital movies? Is YouTube? I I have them all over the oh, YouTube, okay. Amazon, Apple. I, it's literally just when I Google a movie, whichever one the first like, you know how it gives you options. Yeah, because it it's tells first. you the cheapest. Yeah, exactly. Whichever one is the cheapest, that's usually when I go for. And YouTube um, twenty dollars was the cheapest. Yeah, you, it's Jesus not up. To, it's Christ. not up. It was either you rented man. You either rented it for twenty two ninety nine or you bought it for twenty four ninety nine. So yeah, at that we had point, description before. That's it's always a pound, it was like a pound difference. I'm yeah, buying. literally. So at that point, I was like, "Fuck it! If I really like this movie, I'm gonna eventually buy it." So like, I really liked it. So now I have it. Um, I also watched On Sandy, obviously, which is the the Patreon selection of the week, which we will talk about uh, in our other real quick episode. Uh, I went through my uh, monthly rewatch of Dune, which I just do quite often now because it's really fucking good and i love that movie back-to-back denis movies shout out one of the goats um and then knock at the cabin and shotgun wedding uh, i was actually only wow only watched five movies this week actually which is a quite a slow week uh um, i only watched two so we gotta we gotta step up we gotta step up our game a little bit all right um i'm trying to think of like what, what did i watch the other nights when i didn't watch maybe I batman didn't. maybe <laughs> no, I, I, I still would have logged it. I still would have uh, logged it. Also, Dune, Dune is catching up to the Batman. I think this was my seventh log of Yeah, Dune. but that came out. When did that come out? 21. When did it come out, though? Was it? Yeah, technically 21. And this, it's, been, it's been streaming for yeah, a long while. This was my fifth log of Dune on Letterboxd, and I think that's only second to the Batman with seven or eight. Mm. Um, but Shotgun Wedding, um, my mom, shout out my mom, if you're listening, love you. Uh, my mom finds everything hilarious. She was dying of laughter at that uh, the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. I, remember, yeah. I literally remember just sitting in my room and my mom was cracking up. And I go out and I'm like, what are you watching? And she's like, the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. Uh, she texted me the night that she watched Shotgun Wedding. She was like, this was terrible. No, it's funny. <laughs> in, my, in my head, I'm like, that, that is when you know a, a movie is truly bad. Because that, that's a movie my mom should love. Like, she Damn. loves just, like, you know, funny shit that's just going to make her hysterically laugh. It got a couple of chuckles out of me, but it was a bad movie. <laughs> Damn, I laughed. <laughs> but it's also, it's like. It was bad. E- even she like. mentioned it. Even my mom mentioned it. Like, Jennifer Lopez did. Hustlers, which I wholeheartedly believe she should have been nominated for supporting actress mm-hmm. the Oscars for. And now she's doing like shotgun wedding. Like she has a lane. And I think yeah, and marry me. Like she's gotta stop trying to do these like, you know, dumb comedies. She needs to stick to being like a sassy bitch on screen because that's just what she's really good at doing. Uh, because I, I thought Hustlers was great. My mom agrees, you know, Hustlers is a great movie. Yes. Jennifer Lopez is fantastic yes. in it. Um, but shotgun wedding just was not it. Um, and then we're doing a yeah, we're gonna do a full review on Puss and Boots. So yeah, I will talk about that right now. Peak and Boots, cool. my fault. That is right. That is right. 
Uh, but I watched a few things this week. I watched uh, The Worst Person in the World, which was um, really good. I really liked that. George, I think you'll really like that. Have you seen that? I've not, no. I, I think, I, I think very I good like movie. Yeah, Tyler, I know you really like it. Uh, George and Kamach, I think you both really like it. Um, Passion of Joan of Arc. I watched Run, Little Run. I watched The Fablemans, which I liked. I didn't love. I watched Dogville, which, George, you need to watch. It's amazing. Probably Nicole Kidman's best performance, I'm going to say. The House that Jack Built, which was fucking weird. Uh, Puss in Boots, which was... Peak. Probably the best... Mm, one of the best films I've watched. One of the best films I've watched in a while. That's got into my monthly top four. I loved it. Watched The Whale, which I'm still trying to articulate my thoughts, but I didn't like it. Um, who's see- Have we all seen The Whale, yeah? No. I have not, no. I'm going to be very intrigued to see what you think. Did you like the ending? No. Me neither. Well, what are you referring I, to by that? Oh, you mean I, the final two seconds or the final like yeah. scene? The final two seconds, okay. and you know, the final two seconds took away from the final scene. For Agreed. Me. But, Unfortunately, uh, yeah. but, I don't know. I, I'm just like excited to see George Lang because, like, I'm Tyler. I think did you get a four? That sounds I gave it right. A four. Ty- Tyler, it might be a like a low four point five, four and a half. Sorry. Okay, so four point five. Cam, you three and a half. Me two and a half. George. I'm, think I don't know. I, I think you give it a three and a half. Come. I'm well, it's so <laughs> weird. I was actually I was talking to Victoria about this the other day, and I mean, you you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I know it's like been nominated for a couple of adapted screenplay noms here and there, but I feel like no one's been talking about the whale, like the movie itself. They're only really talking about Brendan Fraser's performance. Like well, I that's that's I the movie. Yeah, that's fair. the movie. But like, I haven't seen people praise the movie itself as being like this. You know, revolutionary screenplay or whatever. It's just, I, a lot, I think a lot of people are attracted to it just because it's Brendan Fraser giving a really transformative performance. And it's that, weird because I'm like very rarely seeing people praise the movie. Every It's like Avatar, too. No one's praising the movie. People are just keep talking about box office numbers. And I feel there like are some that praise the movie. Yeah. So, so I will say Hong Chow is getting praised for The Whale. She she was she got really, nominated for it. I'll so. take yeah. She was, she was really, she, I don't I, think, I think Brendan Fraser was great. I think Hong Chao was like just as good, if not better. I Ooh. I don't think that's like that hard take to be honest. Like, that's like probably that's fair. high praise. She was she was really good. Now, uh, Brendan he... Fraser is my third like best acting performance of the year, and I think Hong Chao was like my fourth best supporting actress. So, uh, you know, maybe I maybe that's not a true take, but you know, I'm throwing it out there right now. <laughs> do you, do you think Hong okay. Chow has any chance of picking up supporting actress alongside Angela Bassett and Carrie no, Condon and no, Stephanie? No, no, she's I'm, not going to win. She's probably fifth in that okay. race. Yeah. If we're being um, honest, but. but yeah, like, I, in terms of the film, like honestly, obviously it's just an opinion, but aside from the fact that I kind of thought it was quite cruel, I, I think it's like, and again, someone messaged me about this because I said this in my initial reaction on my story that I thought it was like a spectacle around his um, pain and yeah. look how fat this guy is rather yeah. than rather than creating empathy for the character with an audience. That was kind of my main issue with it. And I also yeah. thought like some of the like some of the lines were just not very good. And I think my two and a half is mainly for the actual performances on screen. Like if Brendan Fraser and specific Brendan Fraser and Hong Chao specifically weren't there, it really for me would have been like a one, one and a half. It was a completely. Do you like past. Sadie Sink? 
it's hard to like someone who's just a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Tyler's most hated character of 2022. She I mean, she's, she's an ass. But I, I like nothing. Her. Yeah, nothing as an actress. But yeah, when you watch it, it's like she's genuinely like the most cruel character of the year yeah. of the decade. Yeah, she was fine, like, actress wise. But it's also hard to like say that when it's like she was just a fucking bitch. Like, she was horrible to him. Hey, yeah. Um, and then obviously I watched Incendie, whatever it's fucking called. Incendie, uh, which we'll speak about. But yeah, I had, I had a pretty good week in terms of you know watching stuff like that. I think that brings us across nicely. We'll do, I think the first kind of major film uh, is obviously Knock at the Cabin, which um, I cannot speak about, which is great. Uh, and obviously, Cam, I don't think you watched it, but me, Tyler, and George did. Uh, we'll stick it to our, firstly, to our resident M. Night biggest fan, uh, George Carmi. <laughs> All right. First of M. Night, M. Night discourse this week. I too much M. Night discourse. It's hurting my brain. But can I just clarify? I don't hate M. Night. I have five of his movies rated a three and a half or above. Like, I, I think he's made some good films. I just also think he's made some stinkers. And I can't yeah. believe that's like a, a take people want to threaten me about. Um, but whatever. We'll hey, George. Past. Hey, oh, George. What? What, bro? I think he's made some really shitty movies and they're like absolute shit. <laughs> But he's a fine person, I'm sure. So I'll back you up. He's a nice dude. He's a cool dude. Whatever. I love Split. Like he could have pissed on tape, and I would have considered that better than The Last Airbender (laughs) or After Earth. So Um, there you go. All right. But we'll, 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 I'm not not harping too much on Come after me, people. Let's just talk about Knock at the Cabin. I like Knock at the Cabin. Like genuinely, it's, I've seen eight movies this year. It's currently my number one ranked movie. I really like that. It's 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 incredibly tight. It's a very you know locked in screenplay. It's just seven people in a room. Um, the entire time this movie was going on, in my head I was like, "What is he gonna do? Like, what is he gonna do that's gonna make me hate this movie? He's gonna do some typical M Night fuckery that's gonna like really turn me off." And it never happened. And I was actually genuinely really happy about that. I know Seth, you saw the movie like three or four days before I did. You were telling me that. I was going to enjoy the movie for that reason. Yeah. And you are absolutely correct because it was just a very dialed in screenplay. There were, uh, you know, Tyler, I know you argue that there really wasn't like a standout performance, but I really like the performances across the board. I don't think any of them were revolutionary, but I, I they just did what they needed to do. Um, and that was just suck me in emotionally and really lock me into the screenplay. Uh, I think Dave Batista is a really good actor. Yeah, I agree. Um, like this I debate think, needs to end now about wrestler actor because he is just. Yeah, I mean, I never thought it was a debate, but like he, it's it's so odd, like seeing like musicians turn to to actors, WWE wrestlers turn to actors, and a lot of them flop. Like Ice Cube is good, you know, he he's good. For he what does he the roles. Do. Yeah, yeah, in like stupid comedies, but like Dave Batista can genuinely act, and it just truly shocks me. Um, so I was really like blown away by his performance. I think he was just the standout of the movie. Um, Did you not think he again, was really good? Uh, what's his name? Uh, ben Aldridge. It's not. Yeah, Ben Aldridge yeah, was. I think was, he was really yeah, good. Well, he, I, listen, I think across the board, everyone like I, I don't think there was a false note in the acting. I don't think anyone was genuinely no, I bad. I think others stood out more than others, but there there was no part of the acting that I disliked. Yeah. Um, they did the most they could with with bad dialogue, and yes, I'll get into it. I know a lot of people argue that the dialogue is, you know, bad on purpose. I, I truly just don't 
understand those arguments. Like, even if it was on purpose, like, to me, it's still poor dialogue. I don't think this was as poor as it was in, like, The Village. I just watched The Village, like, two or three weeks ago, and that the dialogue in that movie just really turned me I'm off. I'm surprised you didn't like The Village. I thought you'd like that one. I, really I thought you'd I have The Village too. over The Visit, but you have The Visit over The Village, don't I, you? Listen, you know I'm a sucker for that found footage horror, man. So yeah, I, I like I, I like thought The Village was so good. I remember watching that movie just, like, in bed, just creeped out, like, under my yeah. covers. And I was like, oh, this is a disgustingly horrifying movie. I, I like that film. Yeah. I really like that movie. So, overall... Three and a half out of five, which again, for an M night movie, that that's a W. Um, I walked out very pleased. I walked out very entertained. I like the fact that when I walked out, um, there was a lot of things up for interpretation. And maybe if we're getting into spoilers a bit later, we could talk about it. But you know, I walked out and Tori was asking me, Oh, well, what did you think? Like again, I don't want to get the spoilers, so I'm not gonna say anything, but I like the fact that it made me talk. Um, so three and a half out of five number one movie of the year so what far did victoria give it uh i think she gave it a three and a half out of five as well oh interesting okay yeah she, uh, she, this... she, go on sorry she, she gave the pamela anderson documentary a five out of five interesting <laughs> valid i need to watch that yeah i actually want to um just for sorry just before i kick over to you tyler it does surprise me i know it's m9 and people are like um not this is the thing like when we speak about this m9 discourse people are like oh you hate him blah 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 but you know, George, you give him a three point. You give it a three point five. A lot of people, even if they like the film, will just they will just give it like a lower score because it's M Night. I feel like a lot of the time. Yeah, but like but, I, everyone says, like, like it's my personal bias, like, like making me rate M Night movies lower than like what I should. It's like, yeah, exactly. And you give it, you give it like, higher than the average score. Not, yeah, like I've listen. I don't like the happening. I don't like the last day event. I don't like after earth. What do you want me to say? You want me to lie and tell you they're good to your face? Like, no, if I don't like something, I'm going to tell you, I don't like it. Um, yeah, I definitely get it. I just, I'm yeah. just surprised. Cause I think like I was saying before, like I said to you, this to me is his most sort of kind of straightforward thriller. Um, there is obviously the M night thing there with his style and whatever. And if you like, it, you like, if you don't, you don't, that's fair enough. But for me, this is like very accessible for his films. Like compare this to old, for example, I'm surprised this is this is now as divisive as it seems to be anyway, because I've seen people hate this, I've seen people love this. I just think it's a straightforward, just a good thriller. It just does a job really well. Uh, Tyler, I'll, I'll speak about it after. Tyler, what did you think? Yeah, so, of course, Knock the Cabin's about uh, Dave Batista and his colleagues show up at a cabin in, remotely in the woods, and he tells uh, this family, it's, it's a gay couple and their adopted child, Basically says you have to make a sacrifice, otherwise the world's going to end. And that's kind of how we start getting going. And then from there, it's almost like a, a true play, basically, because it takes place just in the house. And there, there's just a few people in there. Uh, ben Aldridge and Dave Bautista, I definitely thought were the standouts. I didn't think anything anyone was aggressively bad. But the other ones I didn't really care for, like specifically uh, Rupert Grint. I don't know. I feel like at times he sounded like he had the most normal American accent. And then he would go to like a southern accent. So either really? one, either I'm one, that, he's I'm just not like American, not great so at accents and not the greatest like actor in that respect, or B, and this is probably what like the M Night defenders would say. They'd be like, "Well, his backstory is actually very muddy. Like you know, he's in a bar in Boston, but also he says he works down in the South. So maybe he's been lying about his personality. So maybe really he's a normal American accent, but he's purposely trying to do a Southern accent to try and make it sound like he's not that same guy from the bar in Boston. So I'm like." I just that's just totally what like an M Night Defender would say because they're gonna always find like an excuse. 
Um, that but, was very in detail. Have you seen that uh, before? Because that was like a very... No, because I'm just so in my head of like M. Night Defenders that anything I can think of wrong, I'm like, what would they say to justify this? And that, that's what yeah. they would say. But I, I me, understand that. Yeah. I feel like the, this whole movie is based on the tension and the claustrophobic atmosphere. And if that works for you and it just didn't for me, like I never... Like I was, look, like I was at a screening on Tuesday. I was looking at my watch every five, ten minutes. I, I was quite bored during the movie. Really? Yeah, surprisingly. Like, like my girlfriend loved it and I know a lot of people love it well wouldn't love, she, she didn't like love it but she liked it more than me and i know pretty much everyone who sees it's like gen, generally liking it and like we said it's his most accessible film people say it's his most accessible films in sixth sense i think it might just be his most accessible film period um there's a lot of religious stuff in it so that might is cam like playing fetch with his baby right now i don't even know but uh yeah so I, it was very accessible it was very straightforward i kind of wish there was a twist and there's a couple, I don't know. There's a couple other things I want to mention. Like if we get into like brief spoilers, but and I'm not gonna get into spoilers right now. But I just feel like my biggest problem is it just, I don't, I don't know if like, I don't know how to put this, but I feel like it didn't really respect the viewer much because it was so accessible. Like I feel like it was very obvious what the 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 point and like the overtones and what like what story he was trying to tell here. And then, like, it's very obvious. And after that, it just like slaps you in the face and just straight out like says it verbatim on the like we this is who we are. And I'm like, we got that, dude. Like, I I don't know. I just felt like it just was very ham handed in its messaging. Do you do you can, think that's a bad ask, thing? Can I ask something? Yeah. yeah. Wait, are you spoil? Nah. I, let me know when we get to spoilers. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna give my thoughts. The man who hasn't seen it says, "Before yeah, I say well, anything, <laughs> I don't want to spoil." <laughs> Go ahead, Seth. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked it a little bit more than you. I didn't, like, love it, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I will say, I, I think one thing that M. Night is stronger in, like, all his films, in my personal opinion, of course, is 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 the camera work in his films. I think the shot selection, I think some of the shots in that, especially when he's, you know, the chase sequence when he's, like, in the car and he's trying to get the gun, she's coming at him. Mm-hmm. That was intense. I really, really enjoyed that scene. Um, I actually thought Rupert was pretty good, but then again, I can't distinguish American accents that well, so you'll probably be better with that than me. I thought it was, I don't think he was a standout. I think, uh, is it Ben Aldrich, did you say? Yeah. yeah. Ben Aldrich, yeah. I think he he um, and Batista were really good. Um, I had a really good time with it. I, I think the ending, I was kind of expecting, you know, when it ended, I was like, oh, oh, so so that was it then. But I kind of like knew that that was going to happen, I guess. But then, I, I don't know if that kind of knocks it back because then if he had of tried to do this really like absurd thing would would that have made my me enjoy it a little bit less i don't know i think it just worked as pretty straightforward which isn't what we're used to with him because he does you know weird shit a lot of the time which is i worst if you don't I, I think a lot of like m night fans i'm assuming might not like this as much as other films because it isn't as stand no it doesn't stand out as much does it like a lot of directors could have done this maybe not with the camera work but a lot of directors could have done this but i, I really really enjoyed it i give it a four out of five um, we can touch on some spoilers if you want, if anyone wants to go into anything in, in particular. I'm assuming the ending will be the main talking point here. George, I know you said that you had a few ideas about the ending and stuff like that, so I'll kick it over to you first. Yeah, no, so once they got into like the whole like Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse stuff, I like fully... Sorry, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so, sorry, real quick, uh, and then I'll mute again. Um, I was going to ask if like the big reveal is that they were like the four horsemen of the apocalypse because I saw a video that's like 
on TikTok that was like, you may not understand, but these are actually the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. Anytime there's four characters in a, in a movie that has anything to do with God or anything like that, it's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. There's nothing else with four people in the Bible. It's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So that just really pissed me off because I'm like, you saw the trailer and you knew that. So yeah. And just to quickly just button that up for you. To your point. I was a little like, you're muted, Tyler. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm a little, I was like a little like upset that I didn't piece that together faster that they were the four horsemen of the apocalypse. But at the same time, once they like revealed that and being an M night movie, the only thing I could think of was, uh, this is the end that Jonah Hill comedy. And I was fully expecting some like, dumb shit to happen where like the earth splits open and some monster with a massive donger pulls up or something. i would like, love that though, like man. i was ex- like cool. once well, literally once they mentioned the four horsemen apocalypse i was like okay where is this going like what what sort of dumbassery is m night about to pull on his screen um and i i just thought like i don't even know if i would call it like a subversion of expectation just because it's m night and like you know my expectations were you know, for him to like do something like that. But I don't know. Once the four horsemen of the apocalypse came into the picture, I was like, okay, something dumb is going to happen. And then the the question that, you know, me and Victoria were going back and forth with after the movie was, do we think they were truly the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Or do you think they were just a suicidal pact on Reddit and everything that happened in the outside world was just a crazy coincidence? Uh... I guess that's it for you guys to answer. I, I think it was. I think they were. I don't. Know, I don't know if this might be a one where there's actually not that much to it. Do you know what I mean? You're getting what you're getting. Like these are the yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. It's, maybe, it's very maybe straightforward. It I think it's like yeah. it's what you said. Like with with M Night's film, especially this one, it is you know kind of down to your interpretation as, as to whether it was a crazy coincidence. Whether they were just you know this crazy cult, whatever it was, but yeah, I'd probably lean towards just that is what it was. You know, that's who they were. Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of like Cam mentioned how like when there's four people in a story and it's a very very religious story and, and apocalyptic. First, your mind immediately goes four horsemen of the apocalypse, and then from there, you see all four of them have completely different personalities. So like one is like like Rupert Grint is very much yeah. like savage wants to kill like not not good in the head he's like getting into bar fights he's homophobic he's you know just everything that's rupert bad grint in that role because i feel like i look at rupert grint and i don't think of him like you know uh, i like wants to kill or anything were you muted like a few like 10 minutes ago whenever we spoke about it no i mean like i heard you say you liked it but i didn't hear anyone else's take just i didn't know what he looked fine in the role like he just had a scraggly beard like i didn't know what kind of role he was doing but i ever i I mean this is just the harry potter effect every time i see rupert green i I just think ron i actually said that after i watched the film i was worried that with rupert green it's not like daniel radcliffe where he's kind of managed to pave his own way has he really Mm -hmm. i see him in 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 projects and i'm like okay Ron. Right. I actually didn't get that impact, which I think is a is an accomplishment in itself because that's the character he's always associated with. I I didn't feel I just thought it was quite good to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so going into it when you see four people, you assume four horsemen of the apocalypse, and from there, each of them is very different. So you're kind of like okay, like one's like the caretaker, she's the nurse. Oh, let me help you. Like and like they all just like clearly start to go down the four different paths. And you're like okay, clearly yeah. the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and then. Batista's literally just like stares him right in the face, like we are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I'm like, dude, 
We knew that from the trailer, <laughs> yeah. Like, I just felt like it didn't respect the viewer in that way. Like, it was very ham-handed. And, uh, but yeah, like, I kind of, I don't know. It was interesting because one thing you were touching on is, like, are they actually the Forest from Apocalypse or are they some Reddit group? And that's what I think was one of the, the good themes of this movie. Like, a cool theme was there's a lot of groupthink. It's like, what do you actually believe? These people all met in weird circumstances, all from different areas of the world and different walks of life, but they all kind of came together. So that, that makes you immediately think, like, they're really into the apocalypse and they're just all a bunch of random people who don't know each other. Like, they're probably just some, you know, people that met on some message board and started talking and their theories ran wild and they just got carried away. So the whole movie basically, and, like, as the apocalyptic events happen, it goes from, like, you can rationalize it maybe to less so to, like, okay, clearly like this world like something's going on here so i since it kind of took that slow gradual progression you you yourself as a viewer is kind of like are they just like you know conspiracy theorists making stuff up or like is clearly the apocalypse happens so i kind of like that part of it the best part of the movie by far for me is it starts right away like right away they show up right away it gets going I totally thought this was going to be like a, they're going to be at the cabin for 20 minutes. Like there's some flashbacks of this, but like, you know, hanging in the pool, like drinking some lemonade, having fun. And like 20 minutes later, someone knocks on the door. Like I was, expecting I was going to ask fully. you, actually, what did you two think of the, of the use of the flashbacks? And did it kind of have an impact on you in terms of the emotional resonation of the story connections at all? Did it just not do anything? Cause I've heard both sides from many people. It didn't do much for me, honestly. I, I don't think, as much as I enjoyed these characters and watched them, I think their their you know lack of depth just kind of prevented me from having a true emotional attachment to them. And, and I think the flashbacks try to do that, so that when we get to that like final scene of like making a decision, it would have more of an emotional impact. But it, it, I don't think it served its purpose as well as M Night maybe intended it to. The only thing I yeah, did I mean, like about the flashbacks yeah. was the fighting because I feel like I was like, okay, at least they explained that. Like the dude, because like early on he's like full on like doing one-two combos, piecing up this dude, fighting yeah. them. And then I'm like, okay, so he's been training, like, for the past seven years religiously fighting. So at least they explain that. That's the only flashback not, I was just, like. Just okay. out of nowhere. Just because yeah. I mean, so <laughs> many movies do that, though, where, like, someone, yeah, like, yeah, gets him. It's fight or flight, yeah. so all of a sudden I'm going to come Conor McGregor. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, Not current Conor McGregor. Prime Conor McGregor. True. Uh, he was better than current Conor McGregor. Just, just want to throw that out there. Also, by the way, I did actually forget to mention this on my week. I watched UFC this morning at half yes. six in the morning. As in, oh, I woke up. Yeah, six thirty. Six thirty. I've never seen anything like it because it was South Korean time. Oh, because for the Korean oh. it was meant to be in Korea, and then they couldn't schedule it in time. So instead, what they did is just had had it in Vegas, but then had it at like, uh, George like three p three a.m. by uh, Eastern time. Yeah, so yeah. over the fighters. <laughs> yeah, that was really odd. Yes, um, really that benefits uh, no one. It, it it was well. To be fair, it's because there was a lot of Korean fighters on the card, and obviously it helps their mm-hmm. doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like okay. it says their yeah. their fan base, their families, whatever. Yeah, I liked it because I, I got sleep beforehand, and I got to wake up and then watch it. There, and if it's me, there was one thing I wanted to mention about the ending is, like, I get it. Maybe there's like a cute scene, but like the ending with the car radio, I hated that, and I would punch my kid straight in the face. Yeah, I would be like, I sacrificed so the wrong person. Like, if you, yeah, uh, like, the fact, like, well, A, even if I didn't just have to, like, there's full-on spoilers, okay, I'm sorry. Even though I didn't have to kill my partner, if my kid just, in general, if I turn off the radio and my kid turns it on, even yeah, if it, my day is going amazingly, I'd be like, I'm not an abusive father, but you're testing me right now. 
And like the fact that like he literally just killed his his partner and freaking like his kids just like let's just keep playing music and he's like stop i don't want this right now and they just keep turning it on turning it off I, like, I get that it's supposed to be this emotional tug of war like <laughs> oh, like oh we got like it's a cute song because we're remembering him and like it's 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 kind of putting no. a big bow on the story but like i don't know i was like this seems just kind of cheesy and annoying they're trying to make this needle drop something cool but it's I, like, I i drove home in silence after after son you want to tell me that this man's got to put on some music after killing his husband or his right. partner like come on yeah, also, also, when uh, when they told her, when they told the little girl to go up to the treehouse so that they can like talk to the adults, I so expected a plane to just smoke that treehouse or like a lightning I, strike. That oh been my god! Lightning I, I expected something to happen that was gonna like throw one of the partners over the edge and just pop one of them in the face, and I thought it was gonna be a plane melting that cabin or that uh the tree house tree house oh, yeah which would have been so funny but so fun yeah. but yeah we liked it four from me uh three tyler mm-hmm. and then 3.5 from george look at that all different someone commented saying we give every movie the same score and none of us scored this one the that- same Oh, it, say, that's, I we swear. score things differently all the time. It's always me. I, the amount of comments I, I, I see that say, oh, you and Seth gave the exact same score. I'm like, just look at our letterboxes. Like, they're public. No, we don't. That's crazy one. Um, we'll, we'll do it. I mean, we may as well go to Puss in Boots now, to be fair. Puss in Boots obviously came out in the, uh, dropped in the UK. Uh, George is now from the UK because he saw it with me, whatever. Uh, so, it's amazing. It's it has no right to be this fucking good. The sequel just comes out of nowhere and just delivers this just emo- emotional roller coaster. Remember, like, every character is memorable. It made me laugh. I cried. I didn't even cry at Pinocchio, and I'm crying at fucking Puss in Boots. It was just That's so it was more. It was more emotional than Pinocchio. Yeah, but mo- but I heard. But apparently, most people cried at Pinocchio. And I cried. You also know Pinocchio's story. To be yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, but if you... yeah, it was just. It was just great. They just handled everything in such a way. Um, George, you watched it most recently. What were your thoughts? I mean, I know your thoughts, but yeah, yeah. I just watched it. When did I watch it? Last night? Yes. Two, two nights two ago. Nights ago. Two, nights ago. two nights ago, I think. Yeah. This movie had absolutely no business being as good as it was. I truly like went into this movie thinking, all right, everyone's just overhyping it. Everyone's like a meme, like a minions kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I was like, all right, let's see what we're getting into. First shot, or one of the first shots of this movie, Star comes down, smashes into the earth, and the animation on that, I had to rewind it to watch because I was like, that was gorgeous. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And right there, that kind of set the tone for, for the animation style, which I absolutely love. There's, there's a lot of anime inspiration in there, which I think is just brilliant. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my God! Death had no business going as hard as he did the first. So scene. that the bar scene, so Dude, good. Where he just appears so out of nowhere, and at first you think, all right, he's just another bounty hunter, and then he likes, yeah. you know, he points to the word death, and I'm like, wait a second, is he actually death? And then he's just like, it's one of those moments where this is such a strange comparison, but it kind of reminded me of the first time in the dark Knight rises where Bane and Batman fight and Bane is just toying with Batman. Like Batman's nowhere near Bane's skill level. And that's exactly what it felt like 
when uh when death and puss and boots were like you know going at it for the first because you're not like, used to seeing him lose and stuff exactly like that. you're used to you know he just got done singing a song that he's like this macho man like no one beats him you know he's still alive blah 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 and then this guy pulls up in just like this dark towel out of nowhere and just toys with him and i thought that was such a like such a brilliant introduction to his character such like like it really set the tone for the rest of the movie there was no need for that one scene where he puts the coins in his eyes and points at puss there was no need for that scene (laughs) like if i were if if i were seven years old this movie is giving me nightmares um but again the whistle thing like it's frightening it's it's scary it would always be just Uh, when you forget about him too (laughs) exactly like they're just going on this like journey and every so often you just hear this whistle like (laughs) in the corner yeah yeah, yeah, i forgot this dude was still here (laughs) uh but no like like seth said it, it was so emotional everything about this movie was just unnecessary it was unnecessarily emotional the score was unnecessarily hard. The characters were unnecessar- unnecessarily like fleshed out. I loved everyone. I stupidly didn't realize that was Goldilocks and the Three Bears until oh, they come on. Literally, I, I looked at Vic- so I looked at Victoria and I was like, "How the fuck didn't I piece that together?" <laughs> I, I I think they were so funny. They were hilarious. Like, I, I was I can't remember the last time I like laughed. I get annoyed when people do this, but I, I couldn't help but laugh out loud. Like in the also, cinema. I think it was so funny. Olivia Coleman, like since when does she do these roles? She's so her and Florence Pugh and, and Ray Winston who was the dad. I can't yeah, remember the son. Florence Pugh was great. But yeah, they were and, just so good. They were just brilliant. I loved it. Oh uh, yeah, I, I love the whole movie. It was four and a half out of five. It's in my top ten of twenty twenty two. And maybe that's it would be in my top ten. But no, hey, no, it'd be in my top ten, but definitely. I, I like I said, I bought it, so I'm gonna rewatch it eventually. Um, I I loved it. I loved it so much. I think it's. I, I'm talking about. It. I think it's gonna go up to a five for me because. What did wow. I not like? I love. I loved it. Cam, you said I'd give it like a three. No, I said three and a half because I said I think you'll think it's a four, but I know what your opinions on animation are. Normally, normally, my my opinion. So. No, it's not that. It's just that I. You okay, said yeah, you don't connect with with animation as, all that as well. Much. So I yeah, so I, I I said I think you'll maybe think it's around a four, but it'll drop to maybe like a three and a half just because you don't connect with it as much which is fine um but i will say for tyler and i's sake i'm a little disappointed that you thought we would be sitting here spreading a meme like minions being good and you didn't get <laughs> no, no that was it. more it was more because it was more the reaction when it i'm just saying the, the respect the reaction, given i know you couldn't watch it but george didn't give it the respect it was deserved and this movie's a fucking banger mm-hmm. um you're we even got a little. Did we already oh, talk about this, Tyler? Like we already gave our little, yeah, like, like, a, little, uh, yeah, like yeah, two yeah. months ago. Or I something. think yeah, yeah. I think we gave it when it came out. It's just a god. It's a good movie. What I, I want to rewatch it. Uh, eighty-seven out of hundred. No, eighty-six out of hundred. Sorry. So just at the four point five kind of level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, yeah. So I draw. Yeah, I dropped Pinocchio. So it's like I have Shrek and Shrek Two higher than it, and then that's like the I, highest. I, I, honestly, I'd have it higher than Shrek Two. Yeah, I have this as the best like Shrek universe movie. No, really? I have Shrek One uh, higher. I, I also, I, I also like haven't one. seen the Shreks in a while. So yeah, I I don't know. I I won't I won't harp on it too long. But this this movie handles like anxiety so well the panic attack scene yeah i've never seen like we get that in how like we get panic attack scenes in so many films we get it's handled in a Mm. puss in boots film that fucking well it's just i it just did everything i think this this film is just gonna age 
mm. as a classic in animation. I truly believe that. I think this is uh, it's, it's the best animation that I've seen since Into the Spider Verse. Um, I'd even have it wow. around the same level, in my opinion. One hundred percent. I loved it. Um, I think it's going to age really well. I think really well. I don't think this is recency bias at all. I think it's going to age really, really well. I think so too. It, uh... okay, Sorry, okay. no, you, you got it, you got it. Right, I was going to say it's one of those films. Like, I very rarely leave a film where I like am eager to watch it again immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Second that second that movie finished, I was like, we gotta like run that back asap like, tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> like, it's one of those movies where it's just like I want to watch it again because there was just so much going on, so much brilliance happening, um, and then that animation style, I will never get over it. It was just so gorgeous to look at. The, the fight scenes were very anime, weren't they? It yeah. looked great. The fight scenes just looked so yeah. good. Which I'm uh, sure you enjoyed specifically, George, because you love that shit. Didn't you? Yeah, it, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was. It was. Victoria even pointed out when we were watching, it, especially in like that bar scene. It was most prominent where, you know, the central focus of every scene was like pure animation, and everything around it looked like a painting. Yeah, yeah, no uh, that is super anime, and that's just like a. It's like a small like attention to detail that I love. Like you have the effort to just. Really pay attention to like everything going around in the scene, not just the, like the focal point of it. Um, so yeah, I, I loved it. Like I like I, I think I don't think it's the best animated movie of this decade. I have it at number two. I still think the Mitchells versus the Machines is better. I, I haven't seen those before. So good. Um, but I will say it might be the best looking animated I mean, film. I was considered for that. For what? Best animated movie of the decade since like, wait since twenty twenty or like no, no, in the no, last twenty 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 twenty. This kind of that's fine that's fair and then yeah i, just, I think it's the I best animated movie, looking looking animated movie since into the spider-verse right yeah. there with it just it just starts off as like i don't know it's not even just for an anime movie but it just starts off so intensely because for me mm -hmm. puss in boots the character of just like this cocky swordsman is like great and fine for a side character but i don't really want to watch a whole two-hour movie of this like cocky animated cat so the fact that they made him so cocky in the beginning, like, you know, like George was saying, like singing a song, like this guy can never die. And then just immediately like death shows up. He's like, you, you're on your last life, buddy. But let me just like end it right here, right now. They get in a fight. I love death. the nine lives. Just it's like, such no, good like, yeah, like so good. Death works him and then draws life. blood and like slices off some of his arm hair. And I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm like chills. And then from there on, like puss is just scared. He has anxiety. And like, I love that version. Like his back's up against the wall. Yeah. One life left. And just goes on that journey, kitty soft paws, like, just just such a good movie. And the, and the final death scene is so sick. Like he just rips his two scythes, and it just creates a ring of fire. Like just such no, an intense, right. epic movie. Like just so good. We it's haven't gonna age really well. We haven't touched on the uh, the little dog as well. He was so cute. Parito. Yeah, uh, yeah. Parito. I, I, I'll be honest. That shit hit of like of like you know Puss having his his uh, mm. panic attack and the dog just laying his. I'm a big dog guy, as you guys probably can see, and, and like. I, I can't tell you how many times I've probably just sat with my dog Izzy after like maybe a bad day or something, and like, and that, they just come over to you. Yeah, yeah that, that, just, that just like hit so damn hard. Also, the funniest, the funniest character in this movie for me, or one of the funniest, was the was the like Jiminy Cricket et ethical bug character. <laughs> That was oh, Jack so, the ethical ball was so funny. Oh my god! Bro, I, I, could, I couldn't stop thinking of you and McGregor from uh, from Pinocchio. Every time I saw that, I was like, <laughs> it would have been jokes if you just had him voice that character. Yeah. Too. Was that, that the one that was that voiced made... by John Mulaney? 
No, John Mulaney know. was Jack Horner. Yeah, oh, no, Jack was it Jim Gaffigan was that one? Because Jim Gaffigan was that. There was, like, a lot of was comedians he? that were voice roles, I thought. I don't know. I'm I trying to figure out. Anyway, anyway so. disregard that. Ethical. Yeah, he was very funny. He was really good. Um, I gotta, I'll, I'll find it. You guys keep talking. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the spoilers, do we really need to do spoilers with this? No, I, I don't think we no. do, I think. Yeah, but uh, I say, one thing though, like I didn't know that Shrek universe was going to continue before going into this. So the ending for me was a complete surprise. Are, are they making insane. another Shrek? Is that? Yeah, what I, I, I thought it comes out this so. year. No, no, these are all prequels. Isn't Puss in no, Boots this... prequels to the Shrek universe? No, because they they have uh, they have a little seat. No, this is not. No, the Shrek's in the seat. Shrek yeah, has Shrek... a cameo, isn't it? Doesn't it? No, Shrek no, no, no. That's that's his life flashing before his eyes. Yeah. So yeah. So this is. So Everything. seeing Shrek, you know, you don't see your future when you're yes, like, you do. yes, you do. No. That's your life. No, you see your past. No, 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 no. Uh, I, uh, I, how many times it happened to you? George? No. Yeah, George. <laughs> no, you're, I, I'm going I'm to be honest, George, everything's subjective. You're objectively wrong in this situation. <laughs> you're, you're not. If you see the future when you're about to die, I might start tempting fate a bit. Cause that's yeah, like, tempting. trying it, testing it. No, man, he he's going back to see his old friends in Far, Far uh, Away. No, yeah, you yeah. see loads of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, just... dude, you're, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say you're not correct in this situation. I, oh, wait, I wait, like here, I have the official answer. Chronological order of all Shrek movies. Puss in Boots 1, Shrek, Shrek yeah. 2, Shrek 3, Shrek Forever After, Puss in Boots The Last Wish. What? And then yeah. Shrek, Shrek 5 is coming out in yeah. 2024. <laughs> it got delayed. That's crazy. I could have sworn. Shrek the Shrek, the Shrek 4 was not good. No, neither was Shrek the third, in my opinion. I, I didn't think, mind Shrek 3. I think when uh, I said this a while back, and I said it in my review, and I'll keep saying it, when, when Shrek's humor hits, it really hits. It doesn't hit every every single joke, but like just making fun of other fairy tales like has me dying. Like like we mentioned, mm -hmm. Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like mm -hmm. oh, their jokes were so funny, and, and then like. So I had no clue who the fuck Jack Horner was before, to be completely honest. No, I, I didn't. didn't I, I didn't know that fairy tale or that kid's story, but the, just like the jokes that they make around around I, fairy tales. I like so when he's walking on the bridge of the people, you know, on the chefs <laughs> when they just like lie down and make. A oh yeah, 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 so funny. I still yeah, think like, now that really all four of us have seen it though, it's so funny how Eddie Murphy's like. Man, Puss in Boots like got so much money and is doing so well, but I'm a donkey. lot funnier. I'm like, did you watch the movie? Like, the comedy is nah, not he, he why said people. Donkey's funny or which... donkey? Yeah, donkey it's like was yeah. Do we think that donkey? I love donkey, but do we think that he could really? I don't know what his movie would be. Just like him and it'd be Dragon like a Tomator movie. It would be in the Cars universe, like something yeah, I just don't need to stupid. see. Yeah, no, because Tow Mater sucks in the Cars movies too, <laughs> I don't know that and, and Donkey's funny at least in the in the Shrek. Movie. Yeah, but so comedy's gotta, not why Puss in Boots: Last Wish is so successful. Credit. Oh, I'm not arguing. Yeah, I'm just saying give Donkey a little it's bit funny, more credit. But that's not why. Yeah, Tow Mater, fucking hell, Larry the Cable Guy has a car. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to. Uh, <laughs> a few other review, and we'll just like touch on obviously the last was episode three. Um, I mean, this has got just a, a crazy amount of praise, and in my opinion, deservedly so. I know Tyler hasn't watched it yet, he's been that guy who did what I did, he's just waiting until the end of the season to watch it all in advance. But, uh, Cam, I'll throw it to you first. What were your opinions on episode three? 
this this is my favorite episode of the season you know i've been yeah obviously it's getting review bombed because it's about a gay couple sorry tyler to ruin that but you know you you uh he will have seen uh, that yeah yeah (laughs) you've seen that already if you didn't know that already but this in my opinion is the best episode i understand i didn't play the video games there are some people who maybe are not you know like who aren't homophobic and maybe didn't like it because it was a stray from the um game and maybe they just want to see the game but at that point just go play the game you know and it might not be my place to say because i haven't played the game but like it's okay to stray away a little bit you don't need to see the exact same thing put on screen and i think that's a lot of um like do a lot of the cutaways you know i i I did end up watching the cutaways um of the game it just kind of felt like one of those things where oh did you watch it yeah i watched all the the questions um it it felt like one of those things where i had to you know i i don't know i i didn't like being out of the know but um i i understand wanting to pay homage to the game and 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 you know, make a couple scenes that are exactly like the game. That's fun. That's that's fun details. But the entire show does not need to be, um, hey, here's the game. But look, it's live action, you know. Um, so I liked that they um, you can give praise to both it being a faithful exactly. adaptation. And I think like this did a wonder for Bill's character. We barely saw anything in the mm-hmm. game. Obviously, you played it, but you've seen the cutscenes. We barely. Yeah. I, I find I find the homophobic comments so funny. It's like, why are you making a character gay so woke? He was literally gay in the game. Yeah. He, it, like he literally says that like, he hints towards so many times that he's gay in the game, which is hilarious. Yeah, and but, I've seen I've seen you know people are like, yeah, but in the game his partner's dead, and it's like, so okay, but story, yeah, he's, he's dead in this. He's dead in this movie too, or in the show too. Now you just got to see what their life was which like. Which is before. even better. Like, they further yeah, exactly. the story and, and how does understand what he went through. And, and also, and people who played the game should think that's better because yeah. you, you're seeing the backstory. Because of and it. you know, maybe maybe they wanted to see Bill um, like more. I don't even know. Like you saw Bill a ton, you know, and I, I don't know. To be fair, I will. Did you guys see the the uh, Jacob Stevens video? Like he got like he did a video on why he didn't like episode three and it got bro like George Black Panther video no, nothing on this not like you. seriously he got he's he he actually made some good points and not I didn't agree with them but like I can understand some people not liking it just to the point where it's like yeah, it's fine um, if you don't like it I'm not calling everyone homophobic who doesn't like it like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. more it's more the fact that this is the highest rated episode on IMDb and most of them are one out of. 10 stars like that's the homophobic people like if yeah. if you don't like it that's like it's yeah if, you, you're, if okay you're giving like a one like the episode right? but if you're yeah. just going on imdb to give it a one because you're pissed off that they made these that they had these characters be extreme like like show off their uh their their um Gosh, I can't. I can't even think. What, what? love, sexuality? Yes, what show off their. Thank you, sexuality. Like, and if you're on IMDb, and that's what you're pissed off. That's homophobic. A, a, like, if you if you a make a video and you have, watched it as well, yeah, just if like you make a gay, video oh. and, and you give like, hey, I didn't like it because I I like the game. I'd like a faithful adaptation. You know, this these characters were good, but I, I have a little issues with how the story, how how slow the story was. Maybe in yeah. the episode, I don't know. That's fine, but. You know, it is still getting the reception of like review bombed and stuff. Did it make you cry? Which sucks. Did it make me cry? No, I I haven't cried in like you know you know me. Nothing makes me cry. George, did it make you emotional? Uh, anytime on the nature of daylight comes on, you're getting a tear out of me. I don't care what the situation is. The second I heard 
uh, that song come on, I, I lost it. Yeah. Yes. It, I can it, always it, rely yeah. on George to be a little bitch to save myself. It's great. <laughs> it's also like they didn't stray from the game that much. They go to Bills to get a car. And in this, they go to Bills and get a car. Like it's... One thing we didn't touch on, though, which actually I do understand, is there's a really, really good part in the game, which is Ellie, Bill, and Joel, when they go through the school, like high school, and then they mm. face a bloater and whatever, like the really big, you know, the, the ones a year old. That is actually an amazing thing. So I would have really liked to see the okay. TV show. So that kind of criticism, I'm like, okay, fair enough. Okay. You know what I mean? We missed that That's scene. Whatever. But yeah, George, what's your opinions on it? Or come. Uh... I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I still think the first episode is my favorite just because I love seeing like the introduction to this world, but I, I loved it. I heard there's a two-hour cut of episode yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you give me a two-hour cut and if the quality upholds as well as the entire episode did, that's one of the greatest romance movies I've ever seen. And I, I don't I don't, that's yeah, the, uh... I don't think like that's a stretch to say. That's how good of an episode it was. In just 50 minutes, they they locked me into these two characters I had no business falling in love with, um, and then they broke my heart at the end, and it was absolutely absurd. Yeah, and I said I don't know if this is a hot take, but this is one of the better like on screen romances I've seen in a in a long while. Like, yeah, which is, is even. In... Sorry, I'm going. No, you're good. I was just gonna say it makes it even more impressive. I was like, a, yeah, it was a long, exactly. It was like Seventy minutes, like an hour ten. Yeah. To get like a connection, and they were only like, you know, they were only like forty-five of that hour ten. Forty-five you know? of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get a connection with like a couple in that time is is crazy. I mm. so it's such an accomplishment to have that. Um, but yeah, like obviously, new episode drops. Great show. Great. It's show. Sunday for you, isn't it? Well, yeah, it stops like two a.m. for Tonight. us, which is annoying. Tonight. Yeah. Go to the news now. Obviously, we've done a few of the reviews. Uh, we didn't get like much news this week. There wasn't a crazy amount. Obviously, we did um, get the the DC announcement, James Gunn DC announcement, which unfortunately I couldn't be there for because you recorded it at like one a.m. Eastern, I think, somewhere around those lines, which is way too late for me or early. Um, so, if you do want to check out, obviously, all the the stuff that George Tyler and Cam spoke about on there, uh, we did drop. Was it? It was over an hour, wasn't it? The episode. Yeah. Yeah, just about an hour ten. Dropped to that, which is which has got really good feedback from what I've seen so far, which is great. Uh, but in terms of the news, uh, Gladiator Two releasing November twenty second, um, two thousand twenty four, which for me is is earlier than expected. I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm -hmm. Avatar Three will focus on the Ash people, a more aggressive volcanic race of uh, Navi. I, I don't know how to say her name. Uh, the one who plays the lead is it Una? Is it Una Chaplin. Una Chaplin. Who is Chaplin indeed the granddaughter play. of Charlie Chaplin. One of those things like you see the last name, you're like, probably not, right? Probably not related. But then I Google, I was like, oh, granddaughter of Charlie Chaplin. Cool. Wait, genuinely? I thought it was yeah. a joke. No, genuinely. Oh, really? Yeah, that is interesting. interesting. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Barbarian uh, director Zach Greger's new horror uh, weapons will begin filming in July. It's described as a multi-story horror in the vein of Magnolia, which is, I mean, if it's anything like Magnolia, we're in for a fucking winner, but I don't really believe that, if I'm honest with you. Do you see how yeah. much, like, they paid for this? No, how much was it? It's like $38 million it's 38 or million, and Jordan Peele wanted it super bad and was in the bidding it was war, the and, yeah. and they, he yeah. lost the auction and fired his manager immediately for losing the auction. His his manager also has, his manager also manages Zach Kreger, to be fair. So, you know, I think the manager was kind of a win-win situation. Yeah, there was, <laughs> I, either way, he's getting fired by someone. Yeah, exactly. So so Peel fired him, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. But it's like one of the like high, like most expensive bids on a movie like ever. Uh, or especially, especially horror, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, but, Barbarian turned out to be such a... I mean, I people know, love it. 
Yeah, I don't think it's too soon to call it a cult classic, but it's yeah. one of those films where it's like it will be. Yeah, we've we'll seen how absurd this filmmaker can be. Like, let's just see what else he can do. Mm-hmm. As long as he does something stupid, yeah, and like, I'll probably, <laughs> like, I'll definitely watch it. I'll probably enjoy yeah. it. Um, that's really it for the main TV and movie news this week. Nerd news: James Mangold is in talks to direct Swamp Thing. I think this news came out after you did the uh, real yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was like the next morning. Oh, is it okay? Any <laughs> thoughts on this at all? Yeah, I mean, this is this is the man that did Logan, so he's clearly capable of like dark and gritty. And, and, and I don't I don't know if you guys have ever read Swamp Thing uh, uh, graphic novels, but that's the tone of them. Like this is this is where they could push horror as best as they can. And I know Logan never really pushed the horror boundaries, but it was the was was it an R rated movie? I don't know, but it, yeah. if it wasn't, it was, yeah, it was definitely an R rated movie. Oh really? Uh, oh, yeah, no. I completely forgot. Yeah, was, there's uh, some tatas in it yeah i completely forgot but um if, if there's one like existing filmmaker that has like tackled comic book movies that can take care of swamp thing as well as i think they can it's james mangled is he he's the one doing the indiana jones five isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. i don't know what else he's done um and last done? last two things really batista obviously came out and said he could be interested in playing lex luther um what do you guys think about this? Because he said he obviously wants to kind of move away from from the MCU and do more kind of dramatic roles. Do we do we see Lex Luthor in, in the same vein as the MCU, or is that a completely different thing where it is more of a dramatic role? I don't really know much to about. It's definitely it. different from Drax. 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 Like, from Dra- yeah, no, but like, is it Drax. straying did... away to where we think he wanted to go? You know, in terms of. I mean, I don't think I don't think necessarily like. You know, I, I'm an MCU guy, so so I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to defend it. I don't think necessarily like going to the DCU is a step up, but I definitely think moving from Drax to Lex Luthor is a different role. Right now, he's in yeah, a yeah, role definitely. where he's just being funny, doesn't really need to act. You know, he kind of would he not be like locked in for that again, and then he kind of maybe probably regret, regret that down the line. It's less. Uh, it's less. Uh, Con- tolling on on your body that's it's not going to be an action role i'm pretty confident yeah. it's it's probably less screen time um so so maybe you can pop in once in a while you know especially once you get outside of one like superman movie i assume he'd yeah. be like maybe he's the puppet master of like a different movie but that's not the main villain and then um you know maybe outside of one superman i don't know how often you do lex luther if i'm not you know, maybe they try it a couple times, but I, I think he'll, I think he'll have more time if he did it. He's a main player in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, yeah, I just, but yeah, um, no, I, I think this would be a cool role for him because I, I don't know if he wants to leave like superhero roles. I think I just think he maybe wants that's to leave. just what I got from it. I guess. Yeah, he yeah, just wants to leave him. Drax, um, yeah. and I think Lex Luthor is a perfect opportunity for him to like stay in the superhero side of filmmaking but also be able to stretch his acting abilities it's kind of like it's kind of like josh brolin and thanos where like he is in the mcu you know more so comedic universe but he is 100 percent serious like there's no thanos isn't cracking jokes mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's a good opportunity for josh brolin to be able to still act the way he wants to act and like stretch his acting ability but he's in a large you know superhero franchise mm-hmm. same with yeah. K- cable Deadpool. Yeah, same Deadpool. with Cable and Deadpool. Exactly. Also, we don't need to get into it like at all, but uh, Drax would be, or Drax, uh, Dave Batista would be a better Hugo Strange, which 
if you're a comics oh, fan, he'd, he'd be a good Hugo Strange. Bueno, bueno, Hugo. How old is he now? Like 54? I'm going to say That's my guess. late 40s, maybe? Late 40s. That might be more accurate. He didn't quit the WWE until like seven years wow. ago. On the dot, 54. Ah, wow. Really? Head. He's in his mid 50s. I'm just used oh, to Bill being old. Wow. Well, because the thing is, like, he looks younger, but the fact that he says, like, it's so hard for his body to be like cut and stuff. Like I feel like people who have all the resources in the world, like actors and, and professional celebrities, like in their forties can still manage that. But fifties is when it starts falling off. And that's why like the last, in the guardians galaxy holiday special and the upcoming one, like he's wearing a jacket, like Drax is a shirtless guy, but he's not shirtless anymore in the MCU because he just can't yeah. get his body to that anymore, which is why I'm confused with glass onion. Like I wonder if that was filmed longer ago than, it had to be filmed before Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, because he was cut in Glass Onion, obviously. He was shirtless, barely wearing anything. But then, you know, like, I mean, obviously, he has a way better than body than I'll ever have. But, like, in, like, the more recent Guardian stuff, he's wearing a jacket. You can clearly tell. And then same with Dune. You can clearly tell from his neck, like, he's not the wrestler Dave Batista. I, I bet shredded. he can I bet he can get in shape for a movie if needed, but I'm going to guess it's a tolling experience that he doesn't want to yeah. go through. I mean, maybe that's why he had to be for Glass Onion, I mean, and that's what made him finally say, like, I can't do this anymore. He's like, also, I can't. like, 40 years of steroid abuse is going to do that to your body, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. The guy's yeah. head looks like a swollen ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. head looks crazy. God. That was the he first thing my girlfriend well. said in, in Knock at the Cabin. She's like, oh, his head is just hard to look at. I could mm -hmm. not stop staring at it. It was tough to see. Great guy, though. We do love um, him. Um, before we move on off of DC, I'm just going to bring it back to James Mangold because I forgot he did 310 to Yuma, Ford v. Ferrari, and Walk the Line. Mm -hmm. This dude's a damn good director, man. Oh, yeah. he I did seen do Ford v. Ferrari. Can do very yeah, good this dude's a roles. damn good director. Do you so mean I'm, Le Mans 66? Isn't that the American? Is that the American? No, that's. That oh no, because you would you wouldn't have Le Mans. 66, we did Ford v Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course you did. Oh, was yeah. the original title Le Mans sixty six? Yeah. Yeah, you had to make it a little bit you know, easier. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have known who these car people were if they didn't. Ford versus Ford Ferrari, Ferrari absolutely is to appeal to like Southern Americans, like South yeah. South of America. But I'm, like, I'm just saying, he's a damn good director. So. Oh yeah, for sure. He is. Fair enough. Uh, last bit of news, Star Wars Visions Season 2 releases May the 4th. Uh, May the 4th be with you. Uh, I don't know. Now he's getting it. Nice. Yeah, see that. That's good fucking one. awesome, man. <laughs> uh, uh, any, any thoughts on this before we move on? I don't really know what it is, to be honest. They got, a lot of good, uh, they got a lot of good animators um, working on Season 2 as they did Season 1. It's just, it's uh, Star Wars shorts in like, you know, in different animated forms and they just let a bunch of different studios create a short um they're they're good i, I like star wars vision not as much as i uh, like like george but i, I like it okay Fair enough. we shall move on to the draft of the week and a draft that we were all surprised when i said it that we haven't done before because it's a pretty obvious one um it's going to be the top five animated feature-length films uh, of all time whichever you want to choose it's going to be a snake draft as usual of course um the order for this is cam first george second tyler third and then me fourth Cam, do you want to kick us off with your first pick and i definitely know what that's going to be to be older yeah um i am i'm pandering this week i am i'm pandering uh so i'm going with spider-man into the that's spider-verse not, that's not pandering that's your favorite 
No, it's yeah. not. Lion King is your favorite. Oh, class? no, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, it's probably my favorite. It's not my highest rate. But still, if it's, it's not your it's favorite, fun. it's in your, like, top three, so I wouldn't call it a pandering. Yeah, yeah. Pandering's, no, like, going deep I'll, in I'll, I'll, okay, I'll let so you off It's more one. pandering than if I took Lion King. That's what I meant. That's what okay, I meant. I'll, Lion, I'll, Lion I'll, King I'll, is my highest rated animated. It's one of my favorite movies. But, yeah, I'd say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is probably my higher in my favorites. And, you know, I may or may not have made my top ten favorite movies of all time. And... <laughs> Might have been higher, so I'm not pandering. I take that back. But I think it'll get more votes than the Lion King. Cool. My, my man don't pander. My man don't pander. George, uh, it's on the board, so I'm going to take it. What I consider to be the greatest animated film of all time, Spirited. No, oh, you twat. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. It's annoying. It's a great uh, movie. Those are the first two I had yeah, listed. So so far, I'd say this draft is going uh, chalk. I think like, about I think. as expected. Um, Tyler, pretty happy I got Spider-Man. Very happy. I'm, yeah, I'm happy for I'm happy for you, Cam. <laughs> Truly. Uh, let's I'm see, trying to be strategic this week because I think I can get some movies late that I really like. Yeah, we'll yeah I kind of feel the same. Like I don't really know where to go early because I feel like a lot of the stuff I want I can kind of get, but I'm gonna go with. You know what? I'm just gonna go put some boots to Last Wish. We were talking no, about. Wow. That that was, you're, you're, you're going that was my to get second vote. round. That's a. Oh, that's a. My. God, you're that was my second Wow, you're going to get votes for that, and that's a that's a beautiful like tactic pick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm just not as high on the classic animated as I think like Cam especially. Oh, is. oh God, I really thought I could get that, that was like, my pondering pick fourth or fifth well. round. That's so crazy. I would, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have drafted it at any point if I wasn't like. If we weren't reviewing you know, look, it this week, we I probably wouldn't have picked it. But like yeah. we talked about I, it so I'm much right that it's probably high in mind. Uh, really high on yours. All right, Seth. Uh, I mean, I'll go Ratatouille, obviously, as my yeah. first pick. And then my second the, pick... I'll get you the overseas vote, no doubt. My, ooh, my mm. second pick, I'm going to go your name. That's a five out of five ooh, for me. That's a, that's a five out of five. Yeah, I like I don't that know pick. if a lot of people have seen it, though. I don't know. I, I, really, I think your name is like very popular. It might, it might not be. but I, Not as popular as Spirit Away, but it's up there. No, no, no. They're not like far. I like that pick. I like that pick. Yeah, it's a great movie. Back to me. I'm going to go. Wait, you picked two, right? So, so does me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Incredibles. That was on mine. That's my. Yeah. I love The Incredibles. There's still so many good movies on the board, though. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll take it just because it's still on the board and I think it'll do well with votes. And I'll take The Lion King. (laughs) Damn it. I I, I was waiting for Cam to be like, I can't believe it came back to me. I didn't really, yeah. I, I honestly, you know, honestly, I thought I could get it like third, fourth round, maybe. Honestly. That's yeah. that's that's a little ridiculous. I, think I, you're I, 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 have, I guess it is rated above it. 10, or top uh, yeah. 11 now, I guess. It's but. my number 11, but I think it'll um, do better in votes than like a silent voice or something. So there's one I'm going to wait on and see if, uh, do I want to wait on it? I'm going to go with round two. I'm going to go with Coco. Which isn't my highest, but I, I, I do want it, and I, I think it'll do well. Um, it's my highest rated all time. Really? Really? And you didn't um, take it first pick? I, this game's not – there's levels to this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I you know, you got you to gotta – I thought – Co- I, to I, me, I didn't know – I didn't think – I thought I could get Coco with the next pick. I didn't think – And I'm also going to come back with another that I think I'm going to piss George off. Um, and don't so it's it, just tip. It, for, it, it, it's it. a tip for tat. I'm going to take the inside out. 
Yeah, I would not have had that. That'll get votes. Yeah. People love that shit. Um, so I mean, all the, all the movies I'm picking right now are five out of five, so I'm pretty pretty happy with it. Yeah, them. there's still and there's still so many oh, great, yeah, great ones. So many just chilling on my board right now. Um uh, my next pick, uh I just want this movie to get the respect it deserves. I don't don't do it. I don't know if it'll do well with it's trust me, it's nothing you're picking, so okay, that's fine. uh I'm gonna go Batman Mask the Phantasm. Yeah, that's nothing. Wow. Else. That's a yeah, good pick. Uh, People like that film. I, I think don't, that'll get you votes, man. I don't I think, think that'll get me votes. But I, I just, isn't that the most popular one, though? I see people watching that quite often. It's, it's, sure. it's probably. Yeah, well, the it's highest my, rated one, anyway. It's my third highest rated animated superhero movie. It's probably up there. Okay. I'm, uh, it's my pick, movies. right? So I, I'm kind of interested in what Seth was worried that George would take. But yeah, I don't me think too. I'll take it I either. What he, I think I know what he's talking about. I don't. Oh, actually, I do. I'm between three here, so I'm hoping uh, one of them Seth will pick so I can have my decision come easier on the turnaround. But I'm going to go with uh, Wally. Wow. Wally. That's a vote, so people love wow. Wally. Take it. it. Take it. One. You can have Wally. Um, okay, I'm going to go Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, that's, that's the one I thought. That's the one I thought George was going to take. I thought George was going to take that. Yeah. And I then I'm going to take it too. There is so many Pixar's that could come in right now, but I'm not sure mm -hmm. we should go for. I I might just keep it classic. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go Toy Story one. Thank you. Good. Okay. Good. I was <laughs> between two from the next one. I need you to pick. That's one, my so. favorite Toy Story. I know people like the third, but I like the first. That's my favorite. First is Tyler. classic. I'm gonna go with Up. Yeah. Oh, oh good, really? Fuck Up. Wow. I. I People love up, don't they? Yeah, I mean, people I do be loving up. That's not. What but I, I think people love that. the first twenty minutes of up, and then they forget everything. It's all you happening. need for it to stick the in the brain. The first twenty minutes is my least favorite part. <laughs> Cry porn in an animated movie. Fuck those old. Fuck that old married couple. Um. All right. Well, Jesus. <laughs> my fourth pick. Uh, I'll just take Toy Story three. Fuck. Yeah, that was that was gonna happen. Yeah, I feel that that would have to be. And any Toy Story is valid, maybe not the fourth. Actually. Yeah, I, I'd still say any is valid. Yeah, any is. Yeah, valid. I mean, votes wise, people like, a lot of people don't like anything it. but Lightyear. I haven't seen it. It's shit. Can't, can't pick Marmaduke. Pick Marmaduke. <laughs> That'll get votes, <laughs> guys. Get I think votes. this week I'm really gonna stray and, and oh, not God. be. I'm not gonna be faithful to myself, and I'm okay so. with that. Uh, please, please don't. You don't ruin a good draft. No, I think I'm going to make my no, draft. No, he's oh, okay. oh, oh, okay. I'm going to be to myself. I okay. thought it was going to be... So I'm going to go with, in in the fourth pick... <sighs> now I got to think... Building. I'm going to go with uh, the Lego movie. Mm. Which we do consider... People love that. It it, it definitely is an animated movie, but for some reason in my mind, like it just not, like it never, I never think about like when well, I'm thinking animated, it, it would it never pop the respect. It I deserved. thought you were saying the other Lego movie because I know people love that one, the Lego Batman one, or yeah, yeah. Lego Batman. Okay, okay, I'll 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 go back to to uh, respecting myself a little bit. I'm gonna take Soul. I do love Soul. Right. I need you know I couldn't. You finally picked it. Soul. Yeah, Soul. Yeah, people don't love Soul as much as like. As much as do. I do, Soul um, has like a higher rating than Inside Out. So shit, I want to change my Lego movie. Oh, you're Too bad. bad. You're, you're so bummed out, bro. Um, <laughs> get ready. With my uh, <laughs> final pick, 
See, I, I, there's so much that's still on the board, and I don't think oh, there's... many. I just don't, yeah, Cars just 2 is right there. Uh, yeah. um, I'm going to be I'm gonna be faithful to myself, and I'm going to go with the highest rated animated movie, in my opinion, that's still on the board, and that's Perfect Blue. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so... Yeah. I, I just want to be faithful Heard to myself. I, can't watch I respect anyway. that this week. It's, it's not getting any votes, but... It's the highest rated one that we've probably had, though. It does, like, ratings. It's fucking highly rated. Perfect yeah, 4.4. Wow. So good. Uh, last pick for me. Hmm. There's a few here I still would like to have. But because I already have one pick on my board, I don't want to get this other one. But I'm going to go with Finding Nemo. To ah, root, root, I thought about that. That's round a good us pick. Out. I think That's I find Nemo rated a little lower than most people. Still a good I do. I haven't, I, I I haven't like seen full. it in a long time, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. I like Finding Nemo a lot. Steph, wrap us up. I am between one of two. One is Pixar, and one is DreamWorks. Do DreamWorks. I think I know no. the DreamWorks. No, I think, I, I think I'm going to No, guess. no, my Pixar is higher, and that's Monsters, Inc. Oh, I like oh, Monsters. Oh, Monsters. That one wasn't even on my radar, but like it yeah. should have been. I love was the Pixar one? Just, was the Pixar one just or DreamWorks Shrek? Shrek two, yeah, Shrek one, Shrek one. Uh, Shrek yeah, one. I'm a Shrek one guy, but I, I think feel bad. People, people like Shrek two a lot, man. I love Shrek. It's like, I, that's what I was gonna pick, but I already had Puss yeah. in Boots the last wish, so yeah. I didn't really want to. The one Shrek I wanted versus... to switch out for the Lego Movie, which I do love the Lego Movie. I just don't have it as high as a lot of the ones that are left. Uh, the Iron Giant. I oh, that's to, really. Oh, I, that's I wanted. Oh, that's I wanted to switch. I wanted yeah, to switch out is. for the Iron Giant, but I, I messed up. Number. I messed up. It's fine. I, uh, I was going to say Coraline would have been close to me. That's my second highest rated, but I didn't pick it. But yeah, Coraline. I'm, uh, fantastic. I think too many people are scarred from it. <laughs> Damn, yeah, the so only uh, the only animated film not in my top ten that wasn't taken is A Silent Voice. I haven't seen it yet. The only so, one not in my top ten was Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think. I'm pretty pissed off I didn't take how to train your dragon, honestly. Oh, wait, George, oh, have you shit. seen My Neighbor Totoro? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that, I, I get pissed. I, so that's high for me. A couple that are highly rated for me. Obviously, Moana, I didn't think I'd get picks. Um, Mitchell's yeah. vs. Machines, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. The original Mulan, I I really love. The, original, the Wind Rises. What yeah. Oh, yeah. The original Tarzan. Miyazaki. Little Mermaid. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle? Oh, my. Uh, yeah. No, Isle of Dogs. Ooh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Princess Mononoke. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. These are all, every movie I'm naming, like Hercules, Fantastic Mr. Fox, these are all above a 90 out of 100 for me. Clouds. I have so many. No, oh, I should have oh, picked Meet the Robinsons. Meet the um, Robinsons. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon, I feel like, would have oh, yeah. gotten some votes for people, but I think. Um, you know, they're great movies. They're not held. I don't think they're as good as some others. It's just what about chicken, chicken run. Chicken, I love it. chicken run's great film. It's a really good film. On, on I, my, I've ranked every animated movie. I have a list on Letterboxd. There's 165 animated films on this list. How many of them do you think are above a four and a half? 23. What did you say, Tyler? 55. No. 23. 60. Uh, Wow. <laughs> My guess is today I'm no, just on fire. The first animated movie for me that would not would be low uh so But you know it's crazy? You know it's crazy? I only have eleven rated a five out of five 
which means I have 49 animated films rated a four and a half. Out of five. I, I have quite I have, a few. I, I have 50. I have 51 four and a half out of fives. How many fives? Uh, seven, seven. I got. I got to go back. I don't have a letterbox list. Like All right. Let me. Let me read our drafts. Uh, Cam into the Spider Verse, Coco Inside Out, The Lego Movie, and Soul. Good George. Draft. Good draft. Soul. Uh, George took Spirit Away, The Lion King, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, Toy Story Three, and Perfect Blue. Tyler took Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I cannot believe that. I'm so <laughs> mad about that. The Incredibles, Wally, Up, and Finding Nemo. And Seth, with the final pick, took Ratatouille, Your Name, Grave of the Fireflies, Toy Story 1, and Monsters, Inc. Cool. So I have I have 12 5 out of 5, so right around with George. Um, and I honestly, I think the one difference may be uh, maybe Moana. I don't know. Yeah, definitely um, don't have but- the interesting thing is my gap between, you know, my 95 out of 100 is a 5 out of 5, right? So I have 12 above a 95 out of 100. The next closest is my neighbor Totoro at a 92. So in that 92 to 85, I have 40 movies, 41 movies. Yeah, yeah. So I maybe I move something up. I don't know. No, no, you're chilling. You're chilling. Do you yeah. think? Do you think? I just noticed in, uh, my, in my animated list ranking, I've Enchanted. So that one, that one probably that. can't count, right? Like half the movie's animated, half the movie's Wait, not. I count that on the same level as Marcel. There's real, it's it's not animated. Oh, I have Wait, Marcel on my animated list too. Yeah. I, I, I have Marcel. Is this, is it Chanted the one with Amy Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's tough because like, ha- like an hour of the movie's animated. Like an yeah. Hour of the movie. If you count that, then you got to count like, well, like, I don't know, like the Smurfs movie is animated. I, don't I know. promise you, you I have not watched okay. and rated that, so that's not a predictable yeah. for me. Seen the Smurfs with Neil Patrick Harris? You fuck. <laughs> I've seen it, to be fair. All right, we're going down a weird we'll, uh, we'll, right we'll, 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 we'll end up that. 23 and a 9 out of 100 between the one, the, the two Smurfs movies for me. What a way to end. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll take off there. Uh, as usual, thanks for supporting the Patreon, as I said at the start. Um, please like the video, share it, tell a friend. You know, word of mouth gets us very far, especially in the podcast community where it's quite hard to go on YouTube and stuff like that. Merch of 5K, we spoke about before. Uh, Patreon is in all our links if you want to have a look at some of the many great benefits you have. And then also, another plus side, we'll be producing a lot more content because of it as well, such as movie reviews, such as extra drafts, extra trivia, and just extra real quicks throughout the week. Um, so we'll close up there. And yeah, thank you for listening. Hope everyone has a good day. Peace.